Life Audio. Welcome to the Homeschooling Families Podcast. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. On today's show, I'm excited to be joined by Ashton Tate as we look at a biblical perspective for health education. Ashton Tate is the founder of Glory to Glory Fitness in Franklin, Tennessee. He and his wife, Kelsey, created the form curriculum to help parents teach their kids God's design for how to steward their bodies so they can do all that God has called them to do. This is an area in which a worldly philosophy has tripped up a lot of God's people, so I'm very excited to hear what Ashton has to say. Before we dive into today's podcast, I want to mention our upcoming Homeschooling Parents Summit in Cartersville, Georgia, that's happening on September 23rd. It's a Saturday. Join David and me along with Dr. Kathy Cook, Sonia Schaefer, Amber O'Neill Johnston, and others, and immerse yourself in a day of incredible insights, practical strategies, and uplifting discussions that will revolutionize your marriage and your homeschooling experience. You can get more details at teachthemdiligently.net forward slash events. Now stay tuned because you are in for a real treat as I'll be right back with Ashton Tate right after this short break. Ashton, welcome to the podcast today. I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Well, you are welcome. I'm I'm excited to dive in and talk about how we as parents can give our, our children really a right framework for learning about their bodies and health and how to take care of stuff. So I'm, I'm really eager to get into that. But before we do, I would love to learn a little bit more about you and your wife and what you guys are doing over there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been really cool what God's been doing, and and uh, I can, I mean I can share a little bit of my kind of background and story, I guess that that might help. Uh, that would be you great. guys can see where I'm coming from. Yeah, so I uh, yeah I grew up in Nashville, just south of Nashville in Franklin, uh, all my life. Amazing family, amazing community. Uh, been going to the same church for 27 years, 26 years, and yeah, just have had a great, just a great, great life so far. Thankful for all that God has done, but. One of the things in my life when I was in high school, in gosh, I was probably junior of uh, junior, yeah, junior in high school. I was actually about three hundred pounds, and uh, I uh, just just nobody ever really taught me how to how to be healthy. You know, no, no, no I went to public school, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can can understand that. You know, I went to public school in our PE class. It was kind of a joke, you know, it was like, uh, hey, let's just kind of go run around. Let's hit kids with dodgeballs and let's just, you know, and it was just, we just had some teacher that just kind of sat in the corner, didn't really care. And, and, uh, and so I ended up just, just letting my habits and my health kind of get out of control. And, uh, I did play the sports and I did some of that type of stuff, but, but my eating, like nobody ever taught me how to not only like the right eating habits, but how to think rightly about it, you know? And so, so I grew up in a home where it wasn't really emphasized as much. And then I never really, uh, I never learned about it really in school, not only like the right or wrong things to do, but I never really learned how to think, you know, rightly about it there. And so I ended up, you know, being about 300 pounds and, and just really, really, really low self-confidence, you know, in that season, it wasn't my best really time in, in my relationship with the Lord and friends and things like that. Just, just in general, wasn't the best season of, of my life that I'm the most proud of, but but God, God met me there, and uh, I ended up 
losing over a hundred pounds in by, by the time I graduated high school, actually, I lost wow. about a hundred pounds. And yeah, I just, I started, you know, seeking the Lord more. I started getting in the word more. I, I, I started, you know, really seeking out leaders and, and being intentional with, you know, being mentored and just things like that. And just God started really speaking to me more. I, right. You know, I started really hearing from him more and more. And one of the things that he started showing me was, was about my health and, and was about how, this body <laughs> that I have is not mine. It's his. And I'm, yeah. I'm here to steward it so that I can do all that he's called me to do. And so lost that weight. When I was young, I wanted to be a SWAT officer. I wanted to just kick down doors and just be bad guys. That, like, that's just what, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And sometimes still I'm like, Lord, are you sure that you don't want me to do that? <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, it ended up, uh, people started asking me for help after they saw my transformation. And as I was in college, I kind of built up a little side business of just helping people who were asking for help and ended up be- becoming a full full business with trainers and a gym and all that stuff. And and then fast forward to COVID, <laughs> we had to go fully online and that was an interesting season as well. And then now kind of during that that late part of kind of 2020, we felt like God spoke to us and, and told us to create a curriculum for kids that teaches them uh, biblically-based habits around how to be healthy, how to serve God in your health. And, and so we were faithful to do that. One of the pastors at my church writes a lot of curriculum for Lifeway and Thomas Nelson. And so we had him help. And uh, yeah, it's been an awesome couple of years of being able to partner with Christian schools, being able to partner with homeschool families all over the the nation and just ha- helping them to give them simple frameworks of how to teach their kids about this stuff. And so uh, my wife's awesome and she's been super supportive. She's a big uh, you know, proponent of of being healthy. And we kind of come from two different backgrounds of that. And so it's really cool how, how we can kind of blend that and help others. And so, yeah, that's kind of a general, general kind of brief kind of story, I guess, of how we, how we started it. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's so, it's fascinating to hear where you came from and how the Lord used the, kind of the entirety of your journey to direct you in this, in this way. But I also, you know, as you were talking, it resonated with me so much because Several years ago, after I think I'd had my first two children, I had I had three within three and a half years. So it was like, boom, boom, boom. And my body was kind of wrecked. And God actually used the fact that I needed to surrender my body to him as kind of the the catalyst for getting me to look at health in a very different way. I started seeing that I needed to be fit for service within my home. I needed to be able to, you know, run around with my little ones. But also, if I was going to walk through whatever doors God had for me, I needed to to steward my body well. And I think that it's so hard to to start looking at our bodies that way when we are just bombarded with messaging all the time that looks at your body and how you should care for it in a very different way from a worldly philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't really think of many areas of life that have been more affected by our current culture. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's just so messed up just how the world thinks about and looks at health. And it's, and it's evident, you know, over the past 30 years, just the decline in the health of Americans in, 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 in particular, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just, it's like I, one of the reasons why we, we created this, uh, the curriculum was because I heard a statistic that was on the CDC's website from a study that they did that said uh, it was it said by the year 2030 so it's 7 years from now which is crazy that 86.4% of adults will either be overweight or obese on a BMI scale 
And I was like, no, like that's oh, nuts. Like that's, that's like almost a hundred percent of people. And, and, and it was basically just all they did was looked at the data plotted, plotted on a graph over the past 30 years. And it just, that's where it's going based on kind of where we're at. And it was just like, man, like, how do we combat that? Like what, and particularly, you know, in America, but, but also particularly in the church, you know, and it's like, man, how do we, how do we combat that? What do we need to, to do to, to, to kind of get that to go the other way, you know? And I think that there's, you know, there's less and less emphasis on health um, and education, you know, nowadays. And I think that's why, you know, the Lord has had us focus here where I think if we can impact and equip the next generation to really understand how to do this the right way when they're young so that they can start building those habits and start thinking the right way about it, not just doing the right stuff, but thinking the right way, you know, then, then we're going to be able to change, you know, change those trends, you know, and, and, you know, we, and then again, we can help adults too, but I think that's really the main way that we're going to be able to change the health of our nation is by equipping, you know, and empowering the next generation, you know? So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think we, we downplay or we, we don't think about how impactful taking care of our health is on all of our relationships. You know, if, if we can give our kids a true solid foundation for taking care of their bodies, of, of prioritizing their health, that's going to impact their relationship with their spouse and children one day, the, the, how they feel. So how they're able to serve just so many different things that I think that we somehow we've disconnected what are, what is happening with our body from our relationships and everything else. Yeah. Well, and it's tough too, because it, it's like, obviously the spiritual, you know, m- m- like that part of us is more important than just our physical bodies. Right. But it's like, so I think we all get that, you know, the Bible says that bodily exercise profits a little, but to exercise yourself towards godliness. And so it's like, I think we all have kind of taken that to like a whole nother, you know, the opposite end of the stre- spectrum. And it's exactly. like, well, you know, all oh, the health is doesn't really, and it's like, no, like this isn't my body. You know, like stewardship applies just as much to our health and to our body as, you know, as it does to finances or as it does to relationships or as it does to your kid, you know, like all these things, they're all, they have to all be, you know, they're all intertwined, you know, and I think a lot of people feel called to great things, to do great things for God. But the thing is, like, if you can't physically do those things, like you're, you're, you're going to live below what God has called you to do. And so one of the things that we really try to help you know, kids and parents to do is to look at, hey, what are the things that God's calling you to do? And how can you use your health and your body as a vehicle to help you do that with excellence? And I think that's kind of, it's such an opposite way of thinking than the world thinks because the world makes it all about us. Me, me, me. How are people looking at me? It's all vain. It's all. And I think if we can look at how our health and and how we steward the body, because God, just in the way, in the same way that your car has an owner's manual, and a service manual and a, Hey, you need to get your oil change every, you know, every six months or whatever. Our bodies are, have been designed by God in a specific way. And if we partner with that, like we're going to be able to do the things that God's called us to do so much better. And so it's really looking at God, what have you called me to do? And then what is my health and what is my body? Like, how can I do that? How can I use my health to help me do that better and for longer and with more excellence, you know? And so I think that's really because then that gets us off of us, you know, it's about our health serving others and helping us to serve God rather than how do I look to others or it's just, it gets us 
it, it kind of reverses that view of getting our eyes off of ourselves and onto others and onto God, you know? And I think that's a big, that's a big way of just how we can change that thinking in, in a lot of ways. Well, absolutely. And it actually leads very nicely into, you know, what I think is, is a natural question here. And that is, we're bombarded with so much messaging. How do parents wade through all of these really competing tales? Because there are so many gurus and, and people out there who are willing to guide you down this health path. But you really kind of set it up for us beautifully. And that is truly a paradigm shift on how we are looking at the bodies that God gave us and our responsibility regarding them. Yeah. Well, and it's it's really funny with the health industry because that I mean the health industry is just messed up. I mean, there's never been more personal trainers and health coaches and supplement brands and I mean everybody like there's just so much stuff out there. Like I was it's funny cuz I was I was uh when I first started doing this, I was like, "Man, like if you go online and you search how to be healthy, like 50 million results pop up." And that was kind of my number and I was just I was just saying like an astronomical number just to kind of be funny and stuff. I looked it up the other day. It's like 30 something billion results pop up. Oh my star. And it's just like, there's there's more stuff and there's more information, quote unquote, than there ever has been for health, but yet we're 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 less healthy than we've ever been as, as our culture. And it's just like, and particularly in the church too, you know, there's, it's just, it, it's, and it's not that people intentionally do that. It's just so confusing. There's so much right. stuff out there and everybody just want to make some, wants to make money off of you, you know? And again, I don't have any problem with making money, but it's when it's at the expense of other people. And it's when, like when I, when I was, I used to do personal training. It's how I got started. And the whole point of me training someone was not to get them to rely on me and have to come more often so I can make more money off of them. It was, Hey, come to me for a period of time so that I can get you to a place where you don't need me anymore, right. you know? And I would tell them like, hey, the, the Holy Spirit is your is your primary trainer. You know, God wants to speak to you about this stuff and he wants to lead you and guide you in it. And he wants to use me for a period of time to kind of help with some of the knowledge that I have, you know? And so I think it just get we, we get so, com- it just gets so complicated, you know? There's so much information out there. And sometimes the more information there is, the more confused we get yeah. and, the, and the less we apply, and and particularly in education, you know, we're giving these kids 300 page books on, you know, on, hey, here's how to be healthy. And they're they're learning all this information, but they're doing none of it. And right. so it's how can we flip that to where we make it super, super, almost like like stupidly simple. Like it's like, OK, this is this is we need more that like it, it almost has to feel like that. And so that's kind of what we've done is like, man, how do we make this really, really simple for kids and give them a framework where in any season of life, in any situation, like they know not only the right things to do, but they know how to think rightly about it. Because, you know, the Bible says to, to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so I think the main thing that we have to do with our kids and, and with us is it's not just do this, don't do that, do this six month change. It's, it's, you're not going to sustain that if you don't transform the way that you think and let God renovate, you know, how you're thinking about this, you know? And so I think that's key. Hold that thought. We will be right back after a short break. The award-winning CSB Explorer Bible for Kids helps kids place God's Word in the middle of God's world. Within its engaging full-color pages, kids will interact with the people, places, and things of the Bible and God's creation. 
Fascinating images, illustrations, timelines, and study helps show archaeological evidence, introduce key characters, explain new concepts, and help kids experience the wonder and truth of the Bible. QR codes placed throughout the Bible bring educational videos, discussion questions, and activity pages to life, helping kids apply key truths of the Bible to real-world experiences. Go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash explorer Bible to get your copy now. Again, that's teachthemdiligently.net forward slash explorer Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And as you've noted several times, there's so much messaging. There's so many people. I think that for a lot of parents today, they were never taught good health education or or understanding. Therefore, there are these huge barriers to us actually teaching and passing that on. So I wanted to kind of have you give us some strategies for how parents can start giving their kids this mindset so that they don't have all the baggage going into adulthood that so many of their parents had. Yeah, that's so true. And it's, I think, one of the reasons why health education in the Christian schools that we work with, but also especially with homeschool families, like the reason why a lot of times it can feel as like less than than other subjects, well, is because the system in general, just like it doesn't say like, you don't have to take four years of health, you know, you just have to get one kind of placeholder type of health credit usually. And it's usually it's so, so I think that's part of it. But the other part is parents don't feel like they have the authority to teach on that stuff because they don't feel perfect in it themselves, you know? And I think, and that's so, that's frustrating. You know, it's like, man, like I don't feel like I am doing all that I need to do, or I don't feel like I fully understand it, or I don't feel like I do anything in my health. Why would I teach this to my, you know, they don't feel like they have any more authority on it, which again, there's part of that is, is, is right. Like you need to be a good example for your kid, you know, when you're teaching that and they need to see that you're not a hypocrite when you, you know, but, but also I think there's another end where I, I think that's a scheme of the enemy a lot of times to keep us trying to like, oh, I can't teach any of this. So I'm not going to, you know what I mean? And so I think just, I'll say firstly on that, just, you know, if if you're a parent who, who really wants to teach this stuff, but like, you don't have to feel like you're perfect. You don't have to be some trainer. You don't have to be some health, you know, fiend or, or, you know, like you don't have to be someone who's just kind of like obsessed with it. It's just doing what best you can do. And sometimes it's really fun to go on that journey with your kids. You know, it's a family thing that you're doing rather than teaching it at them. Hey, kids, I'm not perfect at this stuff and I'm on this journey and God's doing this in me. Like, let's do this together. And they're able to see that in you and you're able to be vulnerable to a degree with them where they're able to learn from that with you. And so I think that's such a cool thing that I've seen families and parents do is, you know, don't let the enemy bring in that that condemnation on you of like, oh, well, I don't do this. I don't have the authority to, to teach you because part of why we made the curriculum is to fill in some of those gaps and back you up as a parent you know, too. And so that's been really cool. So I'll say that. And the other thing I'd say too, is we have to make it simple. We have to make it ridiculously simple. And I think, you know, and again, it is education. So they need to learn the stuff, you know, we need to cover the the standards and the systems of the body and all that. Like we have to hit that stuff for sure. But I think this, the more simple we can make it, the better, because then they're going to actually retain it. Like some of the frameworks that we teach that I've taught adults over gosh, the last 10 years, like I'll see adults around town sometimes and they're like, Hey, I'm still doing that framework. And I'm like, that's that out of everything that we talked about. That's what you're it's and it's some, it's like a dumb little thing that I just kind of mentioned to them one time. And so it's just, 
And so I think the more simple we can make it, the better. And so F-O-R-M, like the reason why our curriculum is called the FORM curriculum, is it's an acronym for healthy living in and of itself. So F stands for functional fitness. So we, we, we teach that in every season of life, as long as we have a simple routine in each of these four pillars, then we're going to be on the right track. Now, again, stuff happens and we need more kind of custom help and stuff like that sometimes. But as long as we have a simple routine around these four areas, usually we're going to be set up pretty well. And, and every, again, everything's custom to what your season is and your life is. And so, so the F stands for functional fitness. So as long as we have a simple routine around movement in our lives, then that's the first kind of step that we need to take. And, uh, you know, again, that could be going on, you know, going on a walk that could be going to the gym, that could be doing a workout video that could be uh, playing pickleball. I mean, whatever that is, you know, everybody's different. And I think as long as we're uh, having some intentional time, you know, three to four times a week, maybe of getting, you know, maybe 30 plus minutes of movement in again, full range of movement uh, of motion, uh, putting healthy stress on our muscles and bones, keeping our heart rate up, things like that. Just a simple routine of that, I think is the first step. So that's, that's F, that's the F of form. Uh, The second pillar is called optimal nourishment. So this is all about nutrition and it's looking at our body and saying, okay, what did God design to fuel this body? In the same way, a car manufacturer designs gas to go in the gas tank to fuel the car. Like what is God designed our bodies uh, to be fueled by? And so we, we teach all that, all that in the curriculum, but it's how do we have a simple routine and a framework of what we need to get with every meal for our specific, you know, age, stage, body type, all that stuff. And so it's just a simple routine around eating that we, that we talk about and go deeper on in the curriculum. So that's the second one. So fitness, nutrition, and then the R is for rest and recovery. So it's how do we create preventative routines around resting and recovering so that we're not being reactive with that. Cause I, cause I think so, and there's everybody's so busy now, every time, yeah. like every time you say, Hey, how's it been? You know, Oh, it's busy, man. Oh, it's so, bu-. and it's, I was like the number one thing that we say, which I'm just as guilty as that as, as other people, but it's like, man, like we have to be intentional with our resting and how we're recovering. And I think we see those themes throughout the Bible of, of God's uh, perspective and in, in, in the importance that he places on rest and recovery. And so it's how do we have preventative routines around how we sleep and how we rest, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, how do we have, you know, the right posture? How do we stretch? How, just all these things so that we are preventative with it rather than reactive when everything's going wrong. So that's kind of the third area. And then the fourth area is called multiplied maintenance. So that would be the M of the curriculum. And that's kind of how we fit all of those other three pillars into our actual life, you know, because I, like when we were helping adults, the biggest thing that I would see is not that they didn't know, quote unquote, what to do. Like most people know, hey, I should probably work out. Hey, I should probably eat this piece of fruit instead of this donut. Or again, like a lot of people understand like the general principles of how to be healthy, but it's super hard to fit it into your crazy life. You know, you have you have kids, you have a full time job, you got a homeschool. Like, there's just so much, and so we teach kids how to do that. How do we set goals around this? How do we have the right community and partnership from people to set us up for this? How do we schedule it and fit it into uh, our day to day? life, you know, all those different things we talk about, we talk about social media consumption. We talk like all these different things that they need to know for like the practical application of stuff. You know, that's, that's kind of what the multiply maintenance pillar is. And, and, uh, and so, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the four pillars 
And I think if we can just make it really simple and hey, what's our routine in fitness? What's our routine and how we're eating? How are we having a simple and preventative routines and resting and recovering? And then how do we have and surround ourselves with the right people and fit it into our schedule and things like that? I think that's a really simple way to put it. And I think kids understand that. And And the goal is that when they graduate, when they get older, those four pillars are, oh, hey, I'm kind of letting myself go a little bit. Or, yeah. hey, it's really hard in college. Or, hey, oh, it's just those four pillars. Okay, what's my what's my movement look like? What's my nutrition look like? It, and it's just, it's a simple breakdown and a checklist that they can can do in any season. So that's what I've seen be really helpful. Yeah, I love that. I love how simple it is, how easy to remember. And and again, as we're drilling this into our kids, that's going to be something that just like all the other things that we've drilled into them will, you know, just kind of pop into their heads at the times that they need it. Well, I want you to tell us, how does this curriculum work? So for a homeschool family, if they want to utilize this to to teach their kids health and good habits and, and a better understanding of the relationship between our minds and our bodies, how does this work? Yeah. So the form curriculum is an online platform that walks you step by step through those pillars. So there's there's 36 lessons total, 36 module topics, I guess you would say. And in them, there's animated videos. And, and the, again, the whole point of the curriculum is to teach them this stuff and get them up and actually practicing and doing those things. So the animated videos are like eight minutes and it's animates, help them visualize everything. And then they get up and we're practicing and we're doing and we're, and so there's animated videos. There's learning guides that go along with those videos that are kind of fill in the blank uh, type of, uh, you know, fill outs, handouts that you can give them. There are parent lesson guides as well that help you to go deeper. There's lesson summaries, key takeaways, discussion questions, action steps, stuff like that included. There's movement videos that are included that you can do anywhere in the living room or garage or whatever you want to do. So there's movement videos for them to, to, to follow along with. And then there's also auto graded assessments. So they can, you know, solidify what they're learning in those assessments. They're not super duper challenging. It's not like some ACT thing, but but it's how do we help them to solidify and have some grades around what they're doing. And then again, everything is all about applying what they're learning. And so it's not just, here's the information. Okay, hey, go do this stuff. Okay, cool. We checked off the box. It's how do we help them to actually build habits and take ownership over those habits. And so it's helping them as parents with, hey, these four pillars, how are we fitting them into our life and how are we letting them take ownership over their schedule and when they need to do that and kind of letting them test that. So, but that's the curriculum. It's a full online platform. It's all done for you. It's, it's meant to take a lot of work off of parents. And then, uh, you know, we have really great support too. If, you know, if parents want to, you know, have questions, we have a good community where they can post questions in things like that as well too. But it's, it's been really cool what God's been doing and, and it's, but they can get a full preview of it too. Like one of the things that we uh, really value is making sure that you know, what you'd be teaching before you buy, <laughs> you know, because how many times have you bought something and you thought, oh man, this is going to be really great. And then you get it and you get into the actual curriculum and you're like, oh man, like this isn't really what I thought it was, <laughs> you know? And so, so we really try to make sure that, you know, parents can get a full entire preview, the syllabus, all of the stuff. We have stuff on uh, substance abuse and addiction. We have stuff on biblically based sex ed. I mean, all that stuff. If you want to use it, you can, if you don't, you don't have to, but we have all that that they can actually see and test out before you know, they actually use it. So yeah, that's what it is. Well, Ashton, that sounds amazing and such a good, good, helpful, solid resource. I'm so glad that you've told us about it. Where can families find it and how can they connect with you guys? Yeah. So they can go to our website. It's called formcurriculum.com. 
and it's F-O-R-M curriculum.com. And they can go to formcurriculum.com slash TTD. And on that, they can get a full entire preview. They can, they can download our devotional guide, our health devotional guide for free. So they can get that. And regardless of if they purchase or whatever they want to do, they can keep that through that website page and, and use that with their kids even immediately. So they can get that. And then they can go on that webpage and get a full preview. They'll get, if they put in their, their email, our system will automatically send them their login access and they can go in. I think it's for like seven days or 14 days and get a full preview, go through, watch the content, test it out, check it out, you know, all that stuff. But they can go there, learn more about it and, uh, and get a full preview of it. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm planning to go to formcurriculum.com slash TTD today and set mine up. I'm, I'm eager to see behind the scenes and what all is there. So thank you so much for sharing with us today, Ashton. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. Well, you're welcome. And to everyone else, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. I hope that this has been exciting and, and helped you recognize that teaching health education is something that you can do and you should do. This is so important that we equip our kids in all areas of their life. And there is such a strong relationship between your fulfilling your mission within your home to prepare your kids to do whatever God has called them to do, and then equipping them to take care of their bodies, which is the primary way they're going to be doing it. They will be doing God's will with their bodies. And so I pray that that you will go check this out as well. Go to theformcurriculum.com slash TTD. We'll link that in the show notes. Make sure that you check that out. Get that trial. Look what they've got going on. I think that this will be a resource that will really, really be helpful for you. So have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining me today. It's my prayer that every episode of the Homeschooling Families podcast helps to strengthen your family by giving you biblical and practical ways to raise your children and educate them well. We'd love to engage with you more. So check out teachthemdiligently.net to find out about the resources and experiences we offer Christian homeschooling families like yours all year long. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and a whole lot more. Mm-hmm.